0: Hello and welcome to The Point SDSU. My name is Nate Tubbs. Alongside me is Jack Powers. We're here bringing you another installment. Uh, We're going to be talking a little basketball uh, and giving some reactions to Aztec baseball as the season commences tomorrow. Uh, So we got a lot of exciting stuff on the slate. But first off, let's, uh, let's talk about a big Aztec W against uh, the CSU Rams. You know, that's, that's a team that was uh, really hot early on in the season and uh, definitely commands a lot of respect. They, they had the edge on the Aztecs in that first half, but then got absolutely shut down in the second half. Jack, talk to us.
1: Yeah, SDSU uh, looked like they weren't going to win that one. For sure. Oh, it
0: was nerve-wracking.
1: Yeah. Um, their first half definitely was not what they needed to do offensively. Um, defensively, it was all right. Could have been worse. But, yeah, they came out in the second half and they got the job done. Ladie had 27 points last game. Yep. Which is amazing. Amazing. Lamont had 11. Trammell had 11. Those top three scores are getting it done. It's interesting. I didn't, You know, Waters wasn't in there.
0: Uh, yeah he's on. it, it he was just some an,
1: quiet in, nights for sure
0: it was an interesting game uh overall you definitely want to see um Tramiel and waters uh really entering that a uh, like role playing playing the depth uh in, in that rotation but uh, one guy who I've been talking about a bit more—he—he he wasn't as active in the points, but Jay Powell—he's always—he's—he's he's always just a presence when he's on the when he's on the floor, and i, I really appreciate that about him. Uh, I think Lamont had a phenomenal game. He—he—he uh, was he, yoinking. he was yoinking yoinkin some picks. He had some swipes. Uh, and and Lede, of course, he—he he pulled out his uh, Michael. Porter never swing the rock, junior, whatever the order is. Uh, <laughs> you know, 27 on six rebounds, zero assists. I love it. He knows his role. Uh, he knows that he's got to be the one to score. And I think after that first half is um, is when he he kind of took over like yep. that, which uh, you know they they really needed Colorado State. Uh, that's that's a bad loss for them. Uh, you know, this was one uh that if if they managed to give the Aztecs their first home loss in over a year uh they could start riding some momentum into yeah. the into the conference championship and they really looked like they could have done that but uh in terms of like breakout performances in that second half there just were none so
1: yeah and i think the the worry with San Diego State on their side of the ball is the offense still um their three-point shooting is not where it should be. Mm-hmm. I think if I were to call out someone, Saunders should not be shooting three threes a game. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I mean, if he's wide open, I, that's different. Yeah. But that shouldn't be that should be taken like by a person like Reese Waters, Parish, uh, you know Lamont and Tramel. And you don't want your big shooting threes. You don't want Ladis shooting threes. They shot twenty nine percent from three. They should probably be around. 34 35 in college in the college basketball world, and they shot 44% from the field, should probably be more around 48 50. Yeah, that's not really an issue. I think the three point shooting has to be become more limited, and it needs to be done by the players who should be shooting the, the three ball. Yep. And you know, obviously, if you have your offense working in a way where guys are getting open, that's completely different, and I get it, but yeah, though. Three-point misses, you know, they make a big difference. You have the long rebounds coming off of that. They they lead to faster breakaways for teams such as Colorado State. And I think that's where they probably struggled in the second half. They struggled last time when they played in Colorado State with the three ball. And that's an issue that they got to really start focusing on. I think the three ball needs to become more limited by them. And not, oh, I need to start thinking before I shoot the ball. That's not what I'm saying. But I think you have to be smarter about – Who's shooting the three ball, and yeah. are you taking a smart shot? Because it matters, and yeah. they always seem to come out. I mean, I saw it against um, Nevada too. You've seen it against Utah State. They come out and they, they love to shoot the rock. That's great, mm-hmm. but I just I just personally think it needs to be limited a little because that's why I think they dig themselves into a hole. Yeah. Um. And obviously you can't go through Ladie every time, but you know maybe it's time to start having other guys drive to the rim more other than just Ladie. Who's just dropped 27? Obviously, yeah. but when Ladis off and he's not
0: scoring 27, who's getting the, the points in the paint? We've talked a lot about like <laughs> diversifying the uh, the looks that that the team is getting. And hey, like you said, if we're getting open three looks, obviously we're going to take them. But if they're going to be hasty, if they're just going to lead us, uh, you know, running lines down and back, just hucking up quick threes. It's uh, it's not smart. I think, uh, you know, if you're going to be a team that dominates games, you need to uh, develop the pace. You need to control it, and, uh, you know, that's, that's what I liked about the second half um, is defensively they had uh, the time and they had, uh, you know, the control uh, to – Limit Colorado State to eleven points, and yeah. you know, uh, not every game you're going to <laughs> no. you're going to do that. That's that's definitely an outlier, and it definitely. But that shows how strong their defense is. Exactly. Uh, so, you know, if if you're going to kind of take advantage of that defense uh in a way where you can have the ball uh 65 70 percent of the game yeah. like it, that's what's going to just when you based on rules of attrition like that's,
1: that's what will make the difference in march madness too
0: absolutely and I, I in terms of coaching that's where dutch has always um excelled in my opinion is uh you know, he knows his team's strengths and he knows how to uh, develop that into wins. So, uh, tomorrow on Friday, um, New Mexico State um, is coming to town.
1: Sent out a 20 and 5 record.
0: Yeah, they're another team not to be trifled with, but they did just fall to UNLV. That was uh, a game that we also, um, you know, talked about a, a bit in last week's podcast. Uh, it, it was going to be a coin toss. It was going to be scrappy, and um, UNLV uh, you know, came out on top. That definitely puts New Mexico and uh, the Lobos in a position where they really are, are hungry to uh, uh, you know, take this win uh, on, on uh, enemy soil. Yeah, and I, they did just get a win against Nevada
1: at Nevada's place after that loss. Mm-hmm. Very strong win. What it's going to come down to is, I think, limiting Jalen House on New Mexico, who's their guard, to, you know, limit his scoring. He's averaging 15.6 a game. Donovan Dent, another guard on their team, is averaging 15.6 a game. It's Those are their two – they're very guard-heavy. Their, yeah. their top three scorers are guards. They, they shoot the ball well. They Their three-point percentage across their three guards is all above 33.3%. Yeah, That's exactly what you ask for in guard play. That's going to be put to the test, I think. Obviously, SDSU probably has the strongest defense in the Mountain West Conference. Yep. I think they will do a good job of eliminating that. But that's what I'm gonna, where I'm going to say you got to be now smart about how you shoot the three ball if they're going to be shooting the three ball. And if they're hitting the three ball mm-hmm. right off the bat, that's when I don't think you've got to respond with threes. Because yeah. I think when other teams shoot threes, you're going to try and respond with that. Yeah. Be smart. Play through the D. If mm-hmm. it's not working, drive to the hoop. And if you drive to the hoop, it's going to make openings— left and right for the three ball yep. if that is. We can't be shooting threes though where you have a guy in your face. We got to, you know, run your offense, run it how you need to. Don't mm-hmm. get in a rush if you get down early cuz I think that's very, you know, probable that they will start down. I wouldn't be shocked. They 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 always start slower. Yeah. And that's okay, but that's when you have to play your game. Mm-hmm. Don't fall into their game. Don't let New Mexico exactly. decide how you're going to play cuz that's that's what New Mexico has been good at. Um, and that's how UNLV won. They didn't let New Mexico dominate the whole game. They, 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 they relaxed. Mm-hmm. They, they kept playing their, their, their basketball, and that's what needs to be done here.
0: Yeah, no, those are all uh, great points. And as the season progresses and you see that home record remain uh, unbeaten for San Diego State, the target on their back gets bigger and bigger. And, uh, yeah, if you're New Mexico – you are preparing yourself for you know one of the toughest games of the season, and this is a game for them uh, that they really want to prove to themselves that they can uh, actually make make moves in the in the tournament. Um, so if you're San Diego State, uh, you obviously have to keep the foot on on the gas because uh, yeah, none of these games uh, for the remainder of the season are going to be easy. Uh, that top three is sitting. Uh, Utah State, New Mexico, and San Diego State right now. Uh, and who else would the Aztecs be playing after tomorrow's game but Utah State? Um, yeah. In Utah, that's going to be on Tuesday. Um,
1: Utah's going to be out for blood just simply because they kind of got dominated here. Yeah. So, I mean, Utah State's a very similar team to New Mexico when it comes to shooting the rock. Mm-hmm. They're very good three-point shooting teams. Like I said, SDSU proved they can limit that three ball. They have great defense, but if that shooting is on and they're making their shots, even the tough ones, then uh, they're gonna have to. They got to stick to their ball game. They can't. They can't let them dictate the way they're gonna play. And uh, these these games are uh, gonna probably decide the conference.
0: Yeah, we're we're at that point in the season, and um, I mean these these teams have all kind of established. Yeah. where they're at and uh yeah that's that's what's really exciting about these games yeah. um and i i hope that they get more coverage and more um attention but yeah. y- you know uh they they stay sleeping on the the mountain west
1: well right now it, oh, it's very probable there could be six teams in the mountain west in March house yeah. utah state will make it yep. new mexico will probably make it sdsu will Make Hopefully. it Colorado State. I want to be shocked if they they make it and Nevada. Now, UNLV and Boise State have a better record in the Mountain West Conference mm-hmm. than Colorado State and Nevada, but I don't think that necessarily means they aren't going to make it um, just because of the tournament play and all that. Yeah. And I think what, what's killed Boise State and UNLV is their non-conference schedule. But, it, you know, I, I still think that there could really be six teams in there. Yeah. And they're all teams that can win in um, the tourney um, Boise State was there last year so it'll be interesting to see um, how this plays out I do think SDSU will get it done and they'll finish the conference on top on top of the conference but I mean if they lose to Utah State Utah State was the conference in yeah
0: oh yeah absolutely um, the it, it's it's interesting how it's uh turned into these final matchups um the end of the season is just going to be uh so exciting i know those uh the student tickets for the game they went fast yep not Um, me
1: not me getting one
0: not me either
1: it is what it is well that's our stsu basketball right there it'll be i think this week's a very uh deciding week for the mountain west conference as a whole um I'm not worried, though. I think no matter what happens, I think March Madness is always in play. I'm not worried about them not making it. Mm -hmm. But I am worried about, you know, that conference. And obviously, you want to win your conference. It's just a better look on the resume. Absolutely. Let's get
0: into uh, SCSU baseball. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, we got the countdown as of right now sitting at one day, six hours, and 30 minutes before first pitch. Uh, Aztec baseball, you know, we've been – uh, hinting at it a little bit, uh, yeah. we had a, a press conference um, earlier with new head coach, Sean Cole. Uh, Jack, why don't you tell me uh, a bit about kind of the reaction to that uh, that press conference? How did it leave you feeling about the, the future of this team?
1: Well, he didn't start off by saying anything about SDSU basketball or basketball, anything about SDSU baseball until questions were asked. He was actually talking about basketball. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it was clear through the press conference in the nicest way that there's not a lot of expectations this year. It's a foundational year. Mm-hmm. There's, You said there's a lot of new um, players and coaches, um, a lot of roster turnover. It's a very young team, a lot of freshmen. Yes, there are some seniors and juniors, but... Um, It was very clear it's a foundational year.
0: Yeah, and, you know, is there anything wrong with that? Not really. Uh, Not not in my opinion. I think any time you bring on a new coach, there's going to be growing pains. That's to be expected. Um, the the tone of the the press conference I would have liked to see more excitement um, I would have too it, it, that's that's about my my biggest gripe with it uh, they brought on assistant coach Tony Tarasco uh, he's got major league experience I think they have the right heads uh, in the team and one thing that I did really like um, that I heard is they're they're focused on developing talent uh, out of high school still and you know uh, I I still think that's the way to create a good locker room culture, yes. um, which is so important. And uh, I think it's an art that's kind of being uh, lost across the board in sports is, does your team have its own culture? And that really boils down to leadership. And if your team is just a melting pot of uh, transfer portal athletes who are great athletes and yeah. could fit in on any of these teams, like you, you do lose out a bit on the sense of loyalty, the sense of camaraderie, um, and that's that's something that we're seeing across the board and in, in college sports. So I like to, uh, I like that there's a lot of young guys on the team. Hopefully, we can uh, get some of them on the podcast, talk some shop. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, that that would be very exciting. Um, but regardless, we're going to be uh, going to all these games. We're going to be, uh, you know trying to get the insider tip on what's going on with the team. And uh, this is a, a time of change. Um, so with that that first game, it's Portland State, right? Portland State. Uh, weekend. Yeah, that's that's going to be a ton of fun. And uh, uh, it, we got – who do we have on the bump? Um, who got the starting call? I believe um, – I didn't see that. I've, he
1: mentioned it in the press conference.
0: Yeah, we got Chris Canada. Uh, That's right. he, he's going to be the the sophomore big lefty. We got the the southpaw. Um, yeah, I, I, six seven guy. Yeah, six lefty. seven. Uh, I I like that. Um, I'm highly anticipating uh, watching his start. Um, he had a, a a decent campaign last season. Um,
1: yeah, 5.69 ERA, three and five record, sixty one innings pitched.
0: He's got room for improvement, and uh, he will. Absolutely. I. I mean, that was what his freshman year, and um, going from high school Artistic. ball, yeah. uh, going from high school ball to college. Um, you know that that's a difference that I've seen uh, a lot of my friends go through, and uh, yeah, there's. A, I, I think the whole kind of mantra right now is growing pains and uh, moving out of those and kind of establishing yourself. Um, with that being said, uh, there was a bit of a reaction. Um, uh, the Aztecs got projected to finish fourth in the Mountain West um, by the end of the season. How do you feel about that? Uh, and how do you feel about kind of the reaction to that? Mm,
1: I'm actually shocked that they're supposed to finish fourth based off what I was hearing at the press conference. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if they, it sounds like the biggest thing is going to be gelling all these guys together. Um, something you mentioned is kind of stepping back and letting them organically form relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, which I honestly wasn't sure about. But he he mentioned that, you know, he have a lot of transfers coming in from these uh, big five schools that kind of got dropped because of the NIL thing and getting the take-in players that kind of were under the radar through high school it should be good. Yeah, it should be. It's not like it's not like they're lacking talent. I, it's just going to be the inexperience, and I think uh, a young team finishing fourth in the conference is.
0: If that's where they're projected, and he is reacting saying, uh, you know, that's almost insulting you know that that does excite me a little bit yeah i think um you know the expectations should always be high this is a seasoned program um and yeah i mean it's it's the aztecs it's the mountain west i think we should naturally uh be rising up um in the standings uh but yeah there there's going to be a lot of fun series no doubt about that um in, ter- yeah. in in terms of like where we're projected I think he took the level-headed approach uh it's like hey we <laughs> if we're at fourth we want to be higher than that you know there there was a lot said but there wasn't a lot said yeah and yeah uh, I I guess he's gonna let the team do the talking uh, which I can always appreciate but um
1: the overall theme was youth
0: yeah youth. young team young uh or, fresh coaching staff and trying to develop that that culture so we'll uh we'll be seeing how that plays out um it's very exciting yep it is because you know we love us some baseball uh i think that about wraps us up here uh in terms of aztec sports um today we brought to you Basketball and baseball. There's going to be more. It's going to be good. Uh, and, yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited for this Portland State Series. I'm very, very excited for these next couple basketball games. They're going to be very telling yes, in, the, uh, in the future of the conference for the future of the, uh, of the tournament. And, uh, yeah, as we get closer to those dates – The content is going to get juicier and juicier. Yes, sir. Well, folks, I'm Nate Tubbs. I'm Jack Powers. Thank you for tuning in.